In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast ghost of Christmas past is the one, the only. <laughs> 2017 was very spooky. Travis Rats here. <laughs> Travis Rats on the ones and twos with me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Remember the Comic Exposure Podcast. We're a podcast, and we talk about comics uh we read trades graphic novels we do a book club hashtag comic book club and uh then we kind of do some in-betweeners like what you're listening today that are variant edition episodes and we're doing a little recap everybody does their recap in january or the end of december of, of last year and we're going to recap our favorite books from last year uh the books that weren't our favorite from last year uh what what we read last year that wasn't on the show that we liked uh nerdy tv nerdy movies what what happened to us we're, we're, we're going to talk about that uh on this episode so this is a good recap year uh travis how's your 2018 how's 2018 going for you uh so far so good i do want to go back and say a couple of things about your intro first yeah. off hashtag comic book club is that a trending thing are we are we making this work for us i i always use hashtag comic book club on the twitter whether it whether it catches fire or not i don't know i like it 2018 hashtag comic Comic book Book club Club. make it happen make it happen world uh the second thing is that i love review shows especially from you know grassroots podcasts because all of a sudden it's basically saying to yourself i am a tastemaker I matter. I matter. My, my thoughts on last year's media are important. <laughs> exactly. How about you, buddy? How's your 2018 going? Uh, you know what? Was first week back this last week. First week back. Uh, first week back to school. It was weird because Christmas was on a Monday, so we had literally two full weeks off after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really weird to go back uh, so late. That second week of break felt very long. Sure. Uh, but this week was uh, was fairly busy. I had some meetings and stuff. It's so far so good. I want you to know, I've read, well, read is a stretch. I've listened to two audiobooks already this year. Look at you. Look at which you. Is, which is more actual books than I read in 2017. I read a book as well. Thomas I read Friedman's one. book on globalization called Thank You for Being Late. Oh, you know what? I read, I read two books last year. I read two. Okay. Maybe. You know, no. what? I consider hashtag don't read books 2018. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but you know what? This is that's that's my one New Year's resolution because I have a lot of like I'm in an office by myself a lot uh, for for my for like half my job. And I so alone. I was all by myself. No. One yeah, was it's looking. very. I was reading a book. Yeah. And so I listen to a lot of podcasts, but my thought process is if I listen to uh, I'm just going to listen to podcasts in my office. But when I drive, because I'd have to drive all over the place, I'm going to listen to some audiobooks. And I've, I've listened to two books already. What is your audiobook provider? Uh, Audible. Audible. I use Audible. Yeah, because yeah. it's part of Amazon. And since Amazon owns my ass anyways, I might as well use their service, right? Because we, we're like Amazon Prime people. And you get one free book a month if you sign on like the little extra bit for uh, Audible. 
And so you oh, get really? like a free yeah, you get like a free credit a month. So yeah, so Gab and I uh, they gave us like three free credits for signing on or whatever, and so we use those. And so I'm two books in, man. I use Scribe, and I don't like it. I might switch to Amazon. Does Amazon have that? Like, I'm listening to it on my phone now. I'm on my computer. It's just gonna pick up like automatically yeah, think, where you I left off. So. Okay, I think good. so. I don't know. I I only listen to it on my phone. So you um, listen to it in one sitting. Like you're like I'm gonna sit and listen to no, this. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I I plug my phone into my car, so like I use the audio on my phone for my car. And, oh, okay. And, okay. So it it runs with me that way. Yeah, I'm down. I'm yeah. down for the audiobooks. I like a nonfiction audiobook as opposed to a fiction audiobook. I like to read my fiction. I like to listen to my nonfiction. I can feel that. I can feel that. How I will tell you that, and we're going off the rails right now in the introduction of this podcast, but I don't care, Travis. Uh, the crazy train, Ozzy Osbourne style. Yeah. Crazy train. I think going is what it off is. Off the rails on the crazy train. Exactly, exactly. You sound exactly like Ozzy Osbourne. I do. It's like he's in the room. <laughs> it is. Whoa, how did he get on the podcast? Hashtag uh, but, Ozzy in the room. I'm really trying to but, get ha- hashtags going in 2018. Like, like five years late, but we're going to do it, man. <laughs> uh, so um, I'm, I listened to one. And so you, you know the book The Martian? Yeah. Okay, so uh, he has a new book out um, called Artemis. And so I listened to that one, and Rosario Dawson is doing oh, the reading of it. She overacts a bit too much. She does voices for characters and accents for characters, and that was a little weird to deal with. Eventually, I got used to it, but it was a little. It felt a little too um, like radio show. Is it as opposed to is it epistolary like uh, Mars, where it's like a collection of like you know documents or in that case videos? No, okay, no. It's it's essentially like a first person story um, by this sort of like a smuggler who lives on the 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 only city on Mars. So it's like in the future, not too far in the future. Um, but you can tell it's the same dude. Cause there's a lot of like a, too much science. Sometimes not right. too much, but there's a lot of science sometimes, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, I liked it. It was Rosario Dawson. Although it was nice to have her whisper in my ear for a couple days. It was, it was hard to get used to yeah. the accents and the, and the acting that I wasn't expecting. You had me at smuggler. There's something about like the word smuggler and that type of archetype that I'll read like it's a smuggler and put that smuggler in any scenario, be it a pirate, uh, a space smuggler, a yeah, space smuggler, space smuggler, hashtag space, space smuggler, <laughs> it's or, hashtag space smuggler, or like a magician. Like I smuggle ma- magical artifacts, smuggle oh, anything. I kind of like that. I kind of yeah. like that. Have you? Are you writing something right now about a <laughs> magical smuggler? <laughs> Hashtag magic smuggler. Hashtag magic smuggler 2018. Um, no. Uh, and then before we get into our, our our countdown, for lack of a better word, how's the comic uh, process going, Joshua? Uh, you know what? It's I think we kind of took a, we took kind of a hiatus on some stuff. He got busy with some stuff. I got busy with some stuff. Uh, he's been working on art stuff. But, I, you know, it's something where we're like it's a we're testing the waters to see if right. we can do it. You know, I wrote my first script and I was like, hey, I wrote a script. That's how that works. And mm-hmm. so he's just kind of working on what layouts look like. And so, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Did you put the script when you were finished inside of some sort of large mahogany drawer? No, it's on my computer, so oh. it's it's in OneNote. <laughs> Here's my OneNote for you. I feel like the script would have more weight if you printed it out, printed mm-hmm. it out, uh, yes. bound it, 
mm-hmm. and then shoved it in some sort of mahogany, mahogany drawer. drawer. But like, does it have to have you know, like you punch the holes and it has like the big metal rings? Do those have like? Is that what binds it together? You know what I'm talking sure, about? Or ribbon? R- oh, I like ribbon. Like a, like a, like, like, a, a, like a school project? Yeah, I was gonna say more like like a a scarlet bound, uh, okay. You know, Victorian style ribbon, but. Okay, no, I I can get that. I yeah. get that. Rings, uh, plastic rings work too. Yeah, so I don't know. We're we're kind of in. I'm not I'm not too worried about it. It was just kind. Of, we'll see what happens. You know, we're uh, we just thought, hey, let's see if we can do it. Uh, I wrote out the script, and he's been working on stuff. And I'm not gonna rush the man. I, you know, he uh, Michael has a bunch. He's like a high school or he's like a junior high art teacher. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, <laughs> he's a busy man. And so, uh, but yeah, no, we'll we'll see what happens with it. If if things happen and move along with it this year, I'll definitely post about it and share about it and talk about it. So very generous of you to say, you know, he's a middle school art teacher, so he's a very busy man because we all know how busy middle school art teachers. But get. like, here's here's the thing: he's actually a really good middle school art teacher, and oh. I know like. You're yeah, trying to you're trying to think of that in your mind, but like his he like gets people to donate old skate decks, and his kids like paint stuff on skate decks, and he like mm. he does like big projects with his kids, and I'm always like, wow, that's really. I wish I would have had a great middle school art teacher. Speaking of great teachers, you know, I just pulled the trigger on. I've been thinking about this for years, literally uh-huh. nigh but 45 minutes ago, Josh. I oh. went online and bought 19 used copies of The Dark Knight Returns. Which I will be teaching my juniors this spring. I'm impressed, yep. buddy. That's that's fancy. Look yep. at you pulling in the Frank Miller. Yeah. Uh, I want you to do it through a feminist lens. I want mm-hmm. them to. I want. I want them to use many ways to examine this book, and it's one the of those only ways lens I have should be which should be feminist theory. It's the only um, theory so I believe in. Just, just a little, a little bit of everything. I think. Hashtag so, I'm with Batman. Uh-huh. <laughs> so here we go. Let's get into it, Travis. We wanted to start our look back on 2017 on a positive note. Mm -hmm. You and I read, I didn't count how many books last year, but a good amount of books. I could look right now and count, but that would be a bad podcast. I say say it was a chunk. chunk. It was a chunk of books. A chunk of books. I would say that this may have been our lightest year of reading. I think I feel comfortable saying that because of any number of things. This year, our summer schedule got a little wonky. Um, So we probably missed about three books worth of stuff, Mm -hmm. four we hit our hundredth episode, though. That was a big we did hit our episode. We, which we is, which came is, up with a new format that we're comfortable with as far as release yeah. dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's here's what I want to know, Travis. We wanted to start today with what our favorite read, our favorite review book, comic hashtag comic book club mm-hmm. was from last mm-hmm. year. So mm-hmm. lay it on me, brother. What was your what was your number one? My favorite, looking back um, at the year. Uh, we had talked briefly off off air about you know like this year compared to other years and maybe it's just the books we chose to read because we don't we just kind of go off of what we've heard word of mouth or and all that type of stuff or what gets we, good reviews and i think this last year you and i tried to not read as much image stuff we did a little more big two books this year right. uh and we tried to do some a couple of classic books and we tried to steer clear of the same we were reading a lot of like we had some greatest hits artists that we were hitting. And right. so we tried we tried to do a couple more big two books. And I wonder if that's why in the grand scheme of things. You and I talked earlier you were just about to say this and I, I jumped in on you that it feels like a 
we had a mediocre year of reading books on the, on the podcast. Right, and I think it, it also has to do with the amount of books we read. We were probably about, like, I don't know, five or six books short of what we had done in previous years. And who knows yeah. what could have squeezed into those issues. But, nevertheless, my favorite book... Yeah. Of 2017 was the Flintstones. Roll. The Flintstones. The Flintstones by Mark Russell and Steve Pugh. Pugh? Pugh. Steve Pugh. We had this Steve argument before. <laughs> Pugga? Steve Pugga. Uh, but yeah, Mark, Mark Russell and Steve Pugh. Why was that your favorite one? You know, it, it, for me, it is. it kind of came out of left field. I, I, I heard that you know, good things about it, but I really didn't know what to expect. I knew uh, his work, Mark Russell's work from Prez, and I thought Prez was a decent... Which we also read this year. I think it might have been in the fall of 2016. Are you sure? Maybe I looked wrong. But yeah, we did. We think of things as school years. As teachers, we like to think it, it was last school year, but technically I think 2017. And, or just at the end of it. And I thought that... um, I liked Prez. It was a book, book enjoyable, enjoyable book. But I thought that just the how creative he was with the satire of the Flintstones, making them relevant in a really weird political climate, um, was just it was done. It was done masterfully. At, at moments, I was laughing out loud. At other moments, I was super introspective. And then finally. The Holy Trinity of moments. At some points, I was just like genuinely touched by uh, some of the images <laughs> and writings in there. Yeah, you know what? I, I would say that out of I, I've got two choices, and that was my number two. I, I think had I, uh, I think my number one is going to be, uh, and we read it um, spring last last spring uh, was the Vision by Tom King. Mm-hmm. We read volumes one and yeah. volumes two of vision. Um, and you know what it was, I think we talked about it before and I think Tom King was my writer of, we kind of capped off last year and I said, Tom King was probably one of my fi- favorite writers because we read, um, Sheriff of Babylon right mm-hmm. before, uh, right before break. Those Batman uh, one-offs with, uh, Catwoman. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what I, so I, you know, I look back at what we read and I would say that my two favorite books, Vision would probably be number one. And then uh, so Vision by um, Tom King and Gabriel uh, Hernandez Walta would be uh, my number one. And then number two, it would be uh, the Flintstones, which is weird that my number one book is a Marvel book that we read and my number two book is a DC book, although Flintstones didn't feel like a DC book. I like to call it a (laughs) Hanna-Barbera book. (laughs) <laughs> yes yeah Hannah Barber. you know that they're still doing those yeah. they just they just brought out uh what uh what's the the cat the one who oh uh kung fu kung snaggle fu? no snagglepuss oh, no, snagglepuss snagglepuss yeah okay. snagglepuss just came out uh and he's like a playwright in the south and he's a gay playwright in the south oh like a tennessee and, williams type character yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, supposed yeah. to be ten- he's like a play on the idea is like a, a he's supposed to be tennessee williams um does he and feel I, like I, a cat on a hot tin roof he may he just may uh but I, you know they're still doing that and i think from what and it's actually mark russell is writing that as well uh, so Mark oh. Russell's right is writing the Snagglepuss. Has it come out uh, yet? Yeah, I think the first oh, uh, first issues out. out. So you should probably check it out. I haven't checked it out, but it's on my list of stuff. Um, I'll probably just put the trade on pre order so I can just get it. Yeah, and, and, and that's how you know with like Mark Russell and some of these uh, these writers that we read. It's just like just pre order it. You know it's going to be good in some way. 
Yeah, and so you know what? I, I really I really dug the vision because it was a, it was an oddball take on a superhero I didn't know a lot about. Um, a superhero who's always kind of in the background for me as a kid reading comic books. And so it was cool. It was cool to kind of get this. And we said it on the show, like a American beauty kind of take on, you know, uh, terrible suburbia take on uh, the vision and everything that could go wrong went wrong for him. And I thought it was a really good book. I really enjoyed it a lot. And I think I just really like Tom King's style and, you know, right now I'm reading Vision. Vision just hit, uh, or not Vision, um, Mr. Miracle just hit uh, issue six, and it's him and Mitch Garrods, and it's very much in the style, it very has that Vision feel to it, mm-hmm. uh, but Mitch Garrods is drawing it, so it's like, it's uh, it's beautiful. That's but awesome. it, like reading that reminds me reminded me so much of vision and i think that's why vision's probably my number one pick for last year Ooh, two tom king books in 2016 and 2017 i know and it looks like he might be he might be if we do mr miracle trade he might be taking the the uh title for 2018 he very well could, man. I, there's just something, you know, I, I love his work on Batman. Uh, I was reading it issue to issue. Uh, and then I kind of dropped off because DC kills me with these double ships when, when they ship twice a month, like yeah. every other week, there's a Batman book. And so I got off, but I, I got off it, but I really did dig it. I like his work on that a lot. Uh, but vision was fantastic and, and Mr. Miracle's really good so far. So, um, <clears throat> he may very well be my pick. I'm going to make you read it. Um, <laughs> but, but who knows? It's such a goofball book, man. Uh, so we also said we wanted to do this. And, and we also we usually try not to be negative on the show. But we thought we'd pick our least enjoyable, mm-hmm. least enjoyable book that we read in 2017. So I want to say it at the same time. I want you and I to say it at the same time to see okay. if we pick the same one. All okay? right. Well, I, 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 I since you have two, don't mine, you? Yeah, I have two. Um, I'm okay. So I'm going to say what I. What I'm thinking right now is my least favorite, right? We'll go three, okay. two, one, and then say it. Okay. 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 All right. Three, two, one. I am, I am hero. hero. Yeah. We, <laughs> I am hero. Uh, you and I decided that we'd try manga. Yeah. We, we embraced your uh, you living in Japan, uh, and I had heard good things about it, um, and it just didn't work for me. It was it, it, it was interesting. Yeah, it was as, as an exploration. Exactly. I think what you and I both focused on that conversation and what we liked was like the experience of reading a manga. As far as the panel layouts, yeah. the reading backwards, the pacing of a longer volumized uh yeah. serial type uh trade. Um and we read vol- we read volume 1 or book 1 and I do believe like book 14 just came out. Yeah, or is just about some something like that. So it is a giant story that you and I just scratched the surface of. I read volume two on my own afterwards because I had bought both of them, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try it because volume one ended on such a where the where the hell are the zombies thing. Um, I will tell you, volume two, not as many zombies as you want. Oh, really? <laughs> you think it's going to yeah. jump off? And you, and you got through volume two then, huh? Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't, you know, I read it again, kind of like that experience of trying to get into, because there are people who love manga, yeah. um, I, and I don't, and it might just been the pacing of the story, but people really like it 
I just couldn't get into it that much. Some of the art was really rad. Some but some, some cultural nuances and storytelling, that was the other thing. I think, were were a bit uncomfortable. And that not that it's a bad thing to read, but it was just like for me, it was really uncomfortable because uh, I saw some of the things uh, in the book that kind of rubbed me the wrong way as far as making me feel uncomfortable living here. Uh, and so, like living it and then reading it at night when I'm about to go to bed, it was yeah. really a bummer. But there were some really terrifying, and remember the, like the teeth and the arms, yeah. the artwork in there was, there was some really cool stuff. Yeah. So again, I think I don't have a lot of experience with manga, uh, but um, I, if you are a manga fan, I think this is one of those cornerstone books, which if you haven't read, you will probably enjoy it more than Josh and I did. Probably. I, I think that's true. Uh, so what was your other book? What was the other book you didn't really enjoy? Uh, the other one, let me pull it up here. Which one did I have? It was earlier in the year. One second. This is great podcasting. Beautiful uh, podcasting. Yeah. It was, uh, oh, Moon Knight. Yeah. It looked so good. It was hard for me to say that it was bad, though. Like it looked, it was, the art was so fantastic. And the structure was really good, and that's why I couldn't say it was my least favorite. I didn't yeah, like I the story the at all. I think it's I don't like the character of Moon Knight very much. I don't think yeah. he's like the most compelling. I don't really know what we talked about this. We don't really know what his core is when yeah. he's not being insane, if he ever is not being insane. And so it was hard to really figure out what the stakes were were, who to care for, who not to care for, what to believe and what not to believe. So I think that for me that came down to like a like a character and story um uh thing but again the artwork on that was fantastic yeah so good all right so there's there's our comic books here's what i don't know did you read anything outside of do you read any comics outside of what we read that that you that you'd want to talk about uh you know uh i I'll, i read the first two issues of sean murphy's uh batman which i really liked um yeah and i don't know i think they were past two now but i only read two yeah. of them so far I'll, I'll continue to read it I, I thought i decided i just wait for it to come out in a trade because i know it's gonna have a bunch of extras and cool art that yeah i want to see um the other thing I, I read a couple uh but i'm not a big fan of them one of them we were talking about off air so i think i'll just probably keep that to myself um okay. uh yeah so we we right should I keep that to myself? Yeah, no, or? yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. I mean, you and I talked about. I guess what we can talk about is we we, we were talking about how um, we just haven't ha- had any image books hit us this year. Like when we go back and we look at you know Saga and Southern Bastards and the Fade Out and all these books. And we read Killer Be Killed this last year, and I thought that was really good. I read the second volume of it. The second volume of it gets better. Um, but we just we kind of stayed away from from image this year for some reason. We just didn't read as much stuff, um, and probably because we were about five books, five or six books less than we normally would have. Uh, but you know, I uh, I just I just wonder if there's something out there if I'm missing it. You right. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Because I think of it as remember the old Punkarama albums? How like the first yeah. four were awesome, and yes. like it was like. All these, like, they had, like, 12 bands, and they'd put, like, one song on each year, like, oh, my God, this is Pulley's new song on yeah. Punkarama, stuff like that. I feel like that's how Image was for, like, two years, and I feel like this year was, like, Punkarama 5, where there were a couple of good ones, but then they're bringing, yeah. in, they're bringing in some different, different tones when you're like, is this punk? Is this, is this Image? I don't know, that's punk. Yeah. I don't know, I, that's punk. 
<laughs> and I think a lot of those books are on volume whatever now. And so you and I aren't going to read those on the show. We normally try like to read black science and stuff yeah, like that. We, yeah. We normally try to read uh, other stuff. I, you know what? I think this year maybe you and I should try to, we should catch up on one of our old favorites and maybe catch ourselves up on one of them and do a, do a, Hey, we like the first volume of this. Now that it's on like volume five, we've read the rest of it. Josh, uh, you just gave me a good idea. I'm going to write it down. And we're going to discuss it off air. Okay. All right. Uh, so I, I wanted, I had a pile of stuff that I really dug this year. Uh, you know, me being the, the, somehow I managed to read more comics than you do, Travis. I don't know how that happens, but, uh, I have less, I have like more responsibilities. Uh, That's true. I jerk off a lot more though. So, uh, Oh, you're, you're probably right. I can um, only so I, read things in tangible form because if I get online, ooh, it's a free for all, Josh. It's a free for all. Oh, I understand. I understand. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, but I, I didn't read as many single issue stuff. I, I went digital, um, probably halfway, probably in the spring, uh, because I had switched jobs and I kind of got, you know, I'm not near a comic shop, and it just became a pain to go drive halfway across town to get my books. So I went and read digital, you are, and I was. You're near a comic shop. You're very, very close to a comic shop. Actually, they closed that. Did they, they actually closed that. Yeah, uh, Mesa Comics closed. <laughs> so I actually went there and was getting my books there, but then they closed, and I was like, "Oh, I guess this is a sign. I'm j- I'm just going to go digital." Um, I got uh, volume eight of Saga just came out, and I don't know if you if you got it. I pre-ordered it, so it showed up on my door. Yeah. Um, it's good stuff. Good stuff. I I, I, enjoy. I I really want to read it, but I've forgotten what happened in the last. I I have to go back a volume and reread that first. I uh, once you do not remember what what happened in the last one. And that's some of, that's sort of the problem with. And that's my other issue. Um, like I read volume three of Southern Bastards some point maybe last year, uh, or a year and a half ago, like in the end of 2016. And the next volume doesn't come out until the middle of this year. Uh, and so there's a couple of those books where there's some big gaps, but, uh, you and I try to try to split up what, uh, what writers we read. And I will tell you one of the best things I read this last year, uh, was, um, AD after death, uh, by Scott Snyder and, uh, Jeff Lemire. And oh, so okay. it was this weird, this weird combination of comic and prose work, uh, that was just, I really dug it. I wanted to do it for the show, but it just didn't happen. Um, and then I don't know if we'll do it this next year, but who knows? But but I really dug that last year. Uh, Jeff Lemire also put out another book called Roughneck. It was just a standalone graphic novel. Uh, we did his Underwater Welder. It's the same. You know, it's a very similar sort of. Uh, at, you know, it's kind of a biography. You know, kind of a biographical tale of you know some hard luck, hard scrabble person. Uh, I really dug that. Um, and then, uh, volume three or number three of fantasy sports by Sam Bosma came out and it's, uh, by, uh, let's see who puts it out. It's first second and first second puts all these kind of like sort of indie goofball titles out. And I really, or I, maybe that's not the right term, but, um, they put sort of these indie ter- uh, shows out and it's about this wizard and she ends up continually having to like challenge bosses or like the monsters she's fighting in oh, sports cool. games and That's so like cool. there's like a, a mini golf one and there's one where they play volleyball and there's one where there's like basketball oh, and so, like, yeah yeah and so it's this weird sort of thing uh but you know i i really dug that one that was a lot of fun um but you know uh oh and the last one i really liked that was just again 
just came out in graphic novel form was Savage Town uh, by Declan Shelby. Uh, so Declan Shelby wrote it. He's an artist. Uh, I think this is his first real writing. Uh, I think he wrote it all. You know, I don't. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but Jory Belair did color it, and it was fantastic. Uh, Philip Barrett do the art, and I, I haven't seen any work by him before. But I really, I really dug the book. It's like about a uh, an Irish gangster, and so uh, Ooh, I really like it. Is he a smuggler yeah. by chance? Perchance? I don't. I don't believe he's a smuggler. No, but it's like this sort of. It's this kind of interesting guy gets in over his head sort of tale that that I that I kind of dug. So um, those were some of the books that I read that I really enjoyed. Uh, sort of like in graphic novel style, or those uh, AD ones ended up being very much like um, their French size. Uh, like all the books that I love, they're in that sort of French size, and uh, I don't know, a bunch of pages each. So there were like big books that Image put out that I really dug. Awesome. So those are kind of my hits from last year. So let's talk TV, Travis. Let's talk TV. Let's talk what? about TV and V. Let's talk about and this is and this is weird because TV runs in school time, like you and I are used to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're in the middle of TV season right now. Um, I uh, I want to start off. I almost gave up on most of my superhero television. Oh, you're you're what you're you did what I did in the beginning of 2017. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I gave up uh, right about now. Uh, like yeah. as soon as uh, I will tell you, I watched like one episode of The Flash, one or two episodes of The Flash, one episode of uh, Supergirl, maybe an episode of Arrow. I don't even know, but I just kind of dropped off all of it, uh, and I don't know that I'm that sad about it. I'll probably watch them when they hit Netflix over the summer. Right, and I can and I can just binge through them, but yeah, yeah, and it, it be, even at that point, it becomes very intimidating to binge that many episodes because they follow a very similar arc. Uh, so yeah. I think that when things are bingeable, they the story structure changes a little bit, like a Stranger Things, uh, like a yeah. Black Mirror. It's like you can binge it because it doesn't feel. Like, you're just repeating. It's not Groundhog Day. And if you've ever tried to binge, I'm sure you have, like a Flash or, or uh, an Arrow, if it's a format you're already very familiar with, like a Supergirl, uh, it becomes like background noise at some point. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see if you ever get back to it. Yeah, you know, I, I think the only one that I might actually want to watch is The Flash. Yeah. I, I think that was the best of the of the of the shows, and that's probably the one that I'll if we decide to binge. I, you know, there was a crossover this year that everybody really loved. Yeah, I heard about uh, that. I heard good things. And, about and that. so part of me goes, okay, I'll watch the Flash just so, and then I'll watch that crossover. Uh, I w- we were watching Archie, but then we fell off Archie. Mm-hmm. Archie was great though. It start like I would tell you, uh, Archie was probably um, if I had to pick one that I started to watch and really liked, it'd probably be Archie. Yeah, I heard that it got really like a. Uh, it's darker this this yeah. uh, year. It's really kind of embracing what like some of the the comic versions of Archie have done, where it's like a serial killer. I heard yeah, is now yeah, involved yeah. in it, and so, so it's like, like a very noirish thing. Yeah, going yeah. On. So yeah, I, I feel you on that. I, I I found that this year for television has actually had some really great original programming. Um, yeah. And I am continually impressed with like what Netflix and what Amazon is doing, uh, where there's very limited advertising. So a show just shows up and I like it because it is very, we talk about comics and one of the things that's appealing about going to a comic book store is that 
comics, new comics are just released and they're put on the wall. And there is this excitement about trying out something early in its stages when it's just released and being onto it first. You know, yeah. it's that thing that we like as consumers is to like jump on the bandwagon first. Well, was it, it, like when Stranger Things came out, I saw nothing about that show except the cover image that yep. was on Netflix. Me and too. I was like, okay, I'm in. And I was hooked <laughs> for when that, when that, when that first crawl came, when that first yeah. credits came, I'm like, this is something, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. it took that, it didn't take very long for that to jump off. It was about a month. Uh, but I remember that first week telling people, like, you got to watch Stranger Things. And it's kind of cool. It's kind of like having a little bit more ownership over a show when you see it in its first week of release. Yeah. Like, I just watched one, like, The End of the World on Netflix. It's like oh, how British. was that one? I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, um, I think Gabby and I are going to start watching that one. Yeah, it, it really changes throughout the show, the tone, uh, to where it's like, oh, I see. I can kind of get the tone of this. And then it goes into something that's really cool. Um, okay. Very. It starts off as very dark and then gets very Romeo and Juliet, and that's just an example of like some of the types of programming. Like they had like that. I don't really. It wasn't great, but like the dirt, uh, holistic detective. Oh yeah, and things yeah. like that, where they're trying stuff. They're giving money to people and they're trying it, and they're saving money in the advertising. So I feel like I've had this comic book experience where these covers will just show up on netflix or amazon prime yeah. or and then you're yeah. just like bucket click and you're like oh, <laughs> all right i dig it i dig it yeah you know i i watched i'm trying to remember in time frame uh i think my favorite show of last year would probably have been uh and i don't know if it was last year's season or, or... <laughs> yeah and so it's hard for me to think but it just won a bunch of awards so uh handmaid's tale was probably one mm, of my that was spring i think of last uh, yeah it was it was it was yeah. 2017 so uh yeah it was last year so i uh, i handmaid's tale was probably one of the one of the best shows that i watched last year on tv uh made you super uncomfortable um yeah. but like in a uh in like a i don't know it, I, I love sort of like dystopian future stuff and it it was really good. It was really well done. It made you feel uncomfortable. It was really it looked beautiful, right? right? Like like all the, you know, all the angles and and all the shots were re- were really well done. So, I really dug that one a lot. Um I it's probably my favorite show of last year even though like it just made me feel terrible. Um but I I really gave up on superhero shows. I couldn't even tell you uh, one that I watched that, I mean, at the at the end of Flash last year was really good, but I just didn't pick it up this 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 season. Yeah, and so I feel like I can't like sing praises yeah, of yeah. it. Did you, know? you ever get into uh, Preacher season two? Have you made it that far? I didn't even finish Preacher season season oh, okay. one. I thought I think Preacher I had, season two was really good. I think I had one season. I think I have one episode of Preacher season one left. Gab didn't like it, and so it was like trying to watch it by myself. And right, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you like you like the second season. The of second it? season was really good. I thought it hit more of that comic book tone. I thought more things happened, uh, especially the first two episodes where they're moving. The, 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 they they're road actually, trips. Yeah, but then they get to a place where they're they kind of stall out and they get so lit. There's some there's some throwaway episodes in the middle, but um, so like it's does very it feel a little Walking Dead. Does it feel a little Walking Dead? Like it they does, find it their does. next location. Yeah, yeah, they, and that's and that's a in budget. order to save money. Yeah, that's exactly. what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it's a budget, a budget thing. Yeah. And I did, 
I did get all caught up on Walking Dead. It's a show I've tried to throw away several times, and every time I try to throw it away, I'll watch like the first two of the next season, and then stop, and then someone's like, you gotta finish it, and then I'll finish it, and something always hooks me in. So I, I am all caught up on Walking Dead, reluctantly. Carl died. I know that. I didn't watch it, but yeah, yeah, he's uh, spoiler that was the alert last thing. And that was like that spoiler was alert. that's why I was kind of like, good. I can't. I'm so glad they killed off this freaking character already. That's why I told Gab. I told Gab like the only reason I want to watch him, the only reason I might catch up is because Carl's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't see the death blow, but he got bit on really? the side. He got he got bit oh. on the side of it off camera, kind of. And uh, like I was like, ooh, I'm like, are they gonna like save his ass? And then I saw what the bite mark was, like right in his belly. I'm like, ooh, you can't really amputate that. Nope, I go, nope. this kid's got to go to college is what I heard. I heard the actor had to go to college. <laughs> <so they're> like, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, but yeah, you know what? I you know I didn't think it was a great year for superhero TV. I think we hit an apex. Uh, and now we'll see what happens. But you, like, people are liking those X-Men shows that are on. I just... Me, I don't know. My, Grace, my daughter, really loved Runaways. I've heard uh, the, things. I watched the first couple of The Gifted, but not Runaways. Yeah, she really liked The Runaways. I didn't watch The Gifted. What's the other one? Gifted, Runaways, and that, that weird psychological... It's like Legion. Legion. Legion's good, but there's another X-Men one. There's The Gifted, and there's one other one, I swear. That's not Runaways. Gifted, Legion, um... Shit. I don't, I don't know. know. That's 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 the world we live in now, Josh. Is yeah, that I know. There's too much superhero stuff. Another X Men fucking show, and we're like, I don't know. I, I don't even know what it's called. So let's talk. Uh, let's go best superhero movie of 2017, man. What what'd you what do you think was the best um, one? There was a lot of them. Marvel put out three of them. DC yeah. put out three of them. Well, I can tell two you. Let me uh, let me eliminate some. It wasn't Justice League. It wasn't Wonder Woman for me. Um, it definitely wasn't Justice League for me. <laughs> um, Thor is up there. Um, Thor was up there for me. I would probably say Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. All right. My favorite. I, I think uh, Logan might be my favorite one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's tough. Yeah. Logan might be my favorite because it was the sort of like least formulaic of them. I like I love the Marvel movies. They're good popcorn flicks, right? Spider-Man Homecoming was great. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was really good. Thor Ragnarok, fantastic movies. But they all follow there's this Marvel formula formula. Logan kind of threw that formula out the window. Uh, it took a character that you really remembered. It sent it, it sent off <sighs> Hugh Jackman's character in a really good way. Um I really liked Wonder Woman. I I know that you had some beef with it, but I I really dug it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um I think it was like a really important superhero movie. It, when we live in an age where like that's strange to say, but well, like Yeah, and you live in a house with women too, so you probably yeah. got this you probably got to like hear the conversations around that and realize like, "Oh, yeah, I, you're right." I Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I you know, I really I there were a lot I don't think Justice League was really bad. I think that's the only one that I could say that I saw that was bad. That I yeah. that was just bleh. Yeah, I like Spider-Man because, you know, it made me feel very much nostalgic for the way a comic book story is told. Like a classic like golden era comic where it it's it knows its audience. Uh it's like that it really kind of gives teenagers 
that sense of like, oh, this is me. This is my life. But then the jokes yeah. are available for adults. Um, and I thought, you know, uh, Holland was really good as Spider-Man. Keaton's been kicking ass in his last three or four movies. Um, yeah. And I thought that it was it, – it, it's a good first start because the stakes – weren't so high that they can't be built upon in a way that isn't outrageous. You know, yeah. I know that next time we see Spider-Man, he's going to be like, you know, facing down fucking Thanos and shit like that. But I feel like the next Spider-Man movie, you can still keep it in that one villain. Hopefully they will um, kind of kooky rogues gallery type type of uh uh, thing and I thought the dynamic between um, Peter Parker and Happy was really funny to yeah, to yeah. look at and all that stuff. So I, um, you know, it was a really it was a really good movie. I really dug it. It reminded it took me back to like, re- do you remember watching uh, Spider Man cartoons as a kid? Yes. Do you remember like yeah, yeah. Spider Man and Spider Man and Friends? Yeah, that, yeah, that was a good one with Ice Ice Man and Firestar. And Star- but even yeah, Firestar. the one in the nineties, like that the, yeah. the new animation that that was. Uh, going the along MTV with the one? The go- that was going no, along no, wait with the X Men. Yeah, yeah, that was really well done too. Um, and it was great to see this kind of New York. It was great to see Spider Man in the suburbs for a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, I thought I thought it. I thought it. This, I, I can't think of how I would do a Spider Man movie better than how they did it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I thought it was really good. I I think that. It was a year where the only one that I was disappointed in was Justice League. And I can't say I was disappointed because I didn't expect it to be good. Yeah. And so I didn't go in thinking it was going to be good. But I would say that that was the one where I was like, oh, God. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to this year, man. We've got Black Panther coming out. Then looks we've good. got, yeah, Black Panther looks good. Then we're going to have Infinity War. Yep. And then. Wasp and huh? Ant-Man. Yeah, well, I think yeah. Wasp and Ant-Man's the third one uh, for the year. Almost every um, I think three so. months. Yeah, like about three months we get we get something new. Yeah. Oh, and you I know what? No I will, I... Well, we'll go back to – I'm sorry. We does, I will yeah. say that as far as superheroes and TV shows, I did enjoy The Punisher. I did enjoy – Oh, you Punisher, know what? That's right. Uh, I did but not enjoy The Defenders, thing. but I, I did like The Punisher. We live in a world where I totally forgot that I watched uh, Iron at Fist. 12 hours. I watched... Yes. I watched 12 hours, uh, 13 hours of Iron Fist, eight hours of The Defenders, and 13 hours of Punisher, <laughs> and I totally forgot about those three shows because you you binge them and you forget that you watch them. Those are uh, days, Josh. Those add I up know. to days. I know. Uh, Iron Fist, meh. Defenders, good for about half of it. Uh, and then Punisher was good the whole way through, but it didn't. It could have been any other character. It sure. could have just been any show and didn't have to be the Punisher. Yeah. Um, because it, they, it didn't pull too much of the rest of the world into it. Right. And so it was Punisher versus the government and not Punisher versus Kingpin, you know? But that, uh, that Punisher one is one that in a couple of years, I think I could rewatch and enjoy it and find more things in as opposed to Iron yeah. Fist and Defenders. I will never rewatch, I don't think. Oh, no. no. Yeah. I rewatched, uh, I rewatched um, Daredevil season one. It's yep. good. Still Me holds too. up. Me Still too. good. Me too. Um, but yeah, you know. So so there's there's our there's our TV recap. What, our what is movie it? TV movie? What I here is uh, you well, know, yeah. I know there's some things you're probably looking forward to down the pipe as far as specific titles and comics or shows or movies. But I want to know like 
you know, I feel like each year I differ in like how I consume this stuff. Like some years, like I consume a lot, like a lot of single issues. I, I had a year where I was like buying single issues. Like, what is like, what is like you want to? What is how do you want to change or adapt or modify your consumption of all this stuff in 2018? Um, you want me more That's... picky? Do you want to uh, uh, diversify genres? Like, what? What is like looking at 2018? What is something that you want to do? I think I want to try. I mean, I want to. I think I want to try to get back into reading some image books. I, you know, we talked about how we kind of the the staples of the books I'm reading in trades, and so I'd like to find what's new and what's been good and what I missed instead of just waiting for the next trade of the thing i liked right. you know yeah, yeah. um so I, I think i'd like to do that because i really i did i dove into reading uh like big two this last year um because i went to single issues and so i was reading batman in single issues i read some of the flash in single issues that i really liked um i you know was checking out a couple marvel books and then it just i i was i read too many single issues and i there are people who can do that where they can read they get 10 books or 15 books a week. Right. Um, and that was never my budget for it. So I never read that much. Uh, but I, th I think I want to, I think I want to see what the next big thing is. Cause I think I got away from that this last year. Right. I think there were a couple titles that I, that I kept around or that I checked out, but I think I missed a lot of what may have been good at image this last year. Just, just because, I had too much stuff that I was still reading. Right. You know? Um, and I, I think that's, that's kind of the, the meat of it. I had a lot of stuff that I'm like, Oh no, I'm still reading that. So I'm good with that. And then, you know, I've got, I, you know me, I, I like to find weird old stuff. So I've got a stack of weird old stuff. I want to read. I read a, uh, um, a DC like mini series with art by Mark, uh, by Mike Mignola. Uh, from like the like before he did Hellboy, okay. And so it, I I found it at uh, Monster Comic Books, and it, it was like four of them, and I don't even remember what it's called right now because I I don't have it surrounding me. Um, but I think it was uh, it may have been Jim Starlin who who oh, wrote it. Nice. And and so like a classic sort of um, you know, uh, very eighties comic book. Yeah, just just like the tail. I mean, it was it was. And the other reason I got it is because it was Batman and Superman and the fourth world. So it was, you know, dark side and they teamed up with Orion and, and all those guys from Kirby's fourth world stuff. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll pick that up. And so I read that one and I really it was fun to read. And so I've got a couple things like that that I that I kind of want to get through that, um, you know, some older some older things 80s books and just things like, that I I'll bought to it. Yeah. Yeah, because I bought them because, you know, I, I love that sort of style and I love the art and I've looked through them all. Right. Because uh, I do I do like that part of it. But there's a there's a good little stack of stuff that I'd like to I'd like to read through this year. And so probably dive into some of my old stuff and find what the what the good thing is. You right. know what I what, what I and that's the thing, like we're doing this recap and I go and I think like, man, I think I missed a lot of stuff in 2017. Yeah. And I feel like uh, the online media presence hasn't done a great job of marketing some of their new talent and great books as they had 
in the past, maybe, or maybe I'm just not following the boards as much as pos- as I used to when we were like starting, and I was like trying to find like, ooh, what could be good, what could be good. I see like the same ten things that were the ten things three years ago. Um, yeah, and and I and a lot of the media that I was relying on for comic book stuff turned into clickbait bullshit, and yeah. so I don't even I don't even go to those websites anymore because it's a lot of like the fifteen best pockets on superhero characters <laughs> uh, yeah the 15 best cargo pockets on cable <laughs> right like or like the eight times cable was the best and the seven times he had sex with your mom like just storms various hairstyles throughout the ages yeah and and so i stopped reading a lot of comics media and so i think that means that i missed a lot of stuff this last right. year so I'd like to go back and check it out. Um, I stopped listening. I used to listen to about three or four of the comic podcasts, and that's how I'd kind of get clued into things. And I, I hit yeah. them from time to time. Uh, but because there's not as many people around here to talk about comics with on a daily basis, um, uh, I've kind of switched things around. So I'd like to I'd like to find some good comic books. Or, that's one of my things, too, is find some uh, some good legitimate sources where I could I could stay in the know of what's coming out and where the talent's going. Yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, and I think I'm going to try to find some stuff from some offbeat publishers. Um, oh, you know, the other thing that I really like this year that I read, uh, Kaiju Max season two. I was going to ask you about that because when we were talking about I am yeah. the hero, I go, if you want to read as manga as you can get without reading manga, read Kaiju Max. That, that Kaiju Max, Kaiju Max season two is really good. And so that makes me go like, you know what? I'm going to see what Oni has out that I missed. What did right. Oni Press put out that I didn't look at? What did Boom put out that I, that I just didn't? Black because mask. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't going into the comic book shop weekly. And so right. I didn't get to I didn't see the giant stack of stuff on the table and go, oh, that looks interesting. Right. Yeah, like yeah. you're talking about Covers. Netflix. Yeah. 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 I, I, I didn't see I didn't have that this last year. And so I think there's a lot of stuff I missed. That wasn't something I was already reading. Uh, so, Travis, did you read and you did you read anything or watch anything that wasn't comic book related that you're that you got hyped about this year? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. You know, this year, uh, one of my big things I want to do in 2018 is because I'm, I'm teaching uh, honors and AP this year. So I've been rereading a lot of like literature, you know, like uh-huh. rereading Scarlet Letter, you know, uh, rereading um, uh, Joyce and uh, a bunch of these authors that like what that's what I went to college to study. That's what that's what I'm basing yeah. my career around. And it was really neat coming back to those classics after reading so many trades, consuming them. Um, You know, so I had a fun time going through some of those classics. I I read a lot of things, rereading things that I'd uh, read in the past, a lot of Ray Bradbury and things like that. Um, And you can definitely see those influences. Um, uh, What I I liked uh, this year that was not superhero related – you can't like it anymore, but I thought my favorite movies was um, Baby Driver. I really oh, like that movie. It was a really good. I'm so depressed, man. Yeah. Like, I, I I really dug the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. We watched it a ton. Like in this house, yeah, we watched it a ton. I probably seen about four times this year. I think it's I think it's my movie of 2017. Uh, I really like that. Um, it's a shame how that's going to have a black mark on it, uh, but. Uh, I really enjoyed that as a film, um, and uh, like a lot of the world, you know, I, I'm I'm really impressed what uh, Black Mirror has done in this last year. Last year, you know, I haven't half. I haven't watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched it. It's really I've good. heard it's really good. Really good storytelling. Um, uh, just really tight storytelling. Really well acted and such a variety. 
and very timely with uh, um, uh, things like that. And I also like I just finished Thomas Friedman's Friedman's book that came out earlier this year. Um, Thank you for being late. It's a it's a really insightful book on globalization um, through all lenses, cultural, economic, and political. Um, and I could just draw so many connections to my day-to-day life and how it's affected by this globalization, especially with my teaching and where yeah. I need to kind of focus taking my students to as far as what skills do we need to teach them in, you know, and it's really just yeah. adaptability. Adaptability becomes the number one thing. That's I a different like, podcast. <laughs> I read like I read like one book last year, um, and I think like man, I was super busy because I could only think of reading one book because uh, I read it on a flight, and that's how I remember that I read it because normally I don't. Um, I don't read a lot of book books, uh, because I do a lot of this show and I yeah. listen to a lot of podcasts, and so, um. But I think the one book that I read, My Best Friend's Exorcism, uh, because the cover looked like a VHS horror movie. Oh. And automatically I was like, yeah, I'll read that. (laughs) I really liked it. Someone wrote this for me. (laughs) Yeah, and I I really liked it. It was really good. Um, I don't normally read horror or anything like that, but it wasn't quite as as horror as I expected it to be. It was a pretty, like, uh, it was like if Beaches. And, uh, oh man, like beaches met, um, the exorcist. <laughs> so like, wow, two, that's a, that's two, a tough yeah. bitch. That's a tough like, bitch. It's like two best friends. One of them gets possessed by a demon. They live in like a, like a sort of like small beach front town. <laughs> so it was I it. I really, I really, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but I think that was like the one thing I read um movie wise you know I, I really dug baby driver you know me i see a bunch of like popcorn flicks that's my that's what yeah. i go to the movie for escape. Be- like yeah to escape um coco came out last year and i just saw it today mm-hmm. uh and i totally cried in the movie theater yeah um that's about like remembering your family sure. and all this stuff I and good things you know with my my you know my dad yeah. passing away right before Christmas, I was like, "Oh, I'm cr- I this is hitting me way more." Yeah, it's about than- like supporting art and like your children <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and like this is hitting me a lot more than it than it than it normally would yeah. have. But it was it was really good. I just um, watched The Shape of Water last night. That's uh, how was it? It was Guillermo uh, del Toro. Yeah, del Toro. It, it's it, it it's a little bit off genre for him. It has the monster, but everything else, you know, is a little bit, there's some romance in there. There's some espionage in there and just any story through his lens, like just the way he visualizes the world and yeah. he sets his scenes. It's just, it's just delicious. It's just, deli- it's, there's just, it's, it's like everything is like tinged with Hellboy. It's here's, like, here's what, I, here's what I want you to do. And I know this sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, the director's commentary for Pacific Rim is amazing. And you and I know like you're like, how is that possible? It's such a yeah. cheese ball movie. But the detail that Guillermo del Toro puts in to this movie that you don't realize, the stupid popcorn flick of yeah. giant monsters and giant robots. When you hear him talk about it, you hear him like his accent as he's speaking about like and uh, you can see that whenever you see this one, she's in color blue because, in, like, you know, like she's in blue. Like, it's like Schindler's List, but we want to juxtapose it here with this. <laughs> and it's so crazy, but it made me appreciate that movie so much more. And I love that movie because it's giant monsters. I want to find out if he ever did an audio commentary commentary track to the movie Mimic. 
Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> that's the only way you'd get me to watch that movie again is if I could listen to the commentary track of Del Toro yeah. explaining how they fucked up his movie. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. All right. I'm trying to think. Anything else from my so here so we kind you kind of asked we kind of talked about our comic book resolutions for 2018 mm-hmm. right like yeah. I, I want to find out what's new uh, you want to you I think we both have the same thing we want to see like what did we miss or what are we missing and I, right. I think you know we both kind of fell out of like what's been going Being on more topical about like my awareness of of what what wh- where are the good stories being told yeah yeah. Um, are you looking forward to – is there any uh, anything TV-wise you're looking forward to? We, uh, we have always, no Game of Thrones in 2018. Always, I know. Always Preacher. I'm always looking forward to that. I want to see what they okay. do with that. Um, yeah, what else uh, TV-wise? Um, oh, uh, you know, there was this show that came out on Netflix. It had the guy from um, um, Arrested Development. But he's like playing like a Walter White oh, o- Ozarks. 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 Yeah. Ozarks. I thought that was good. I'll see where that goes. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I actually, my favorite thing, like I said, is just turning on like my menu on my TV and like seeing yeah. what pops up and just clicking on it and seeing like, like the end of the world. I'm like, oh, I didn't expect this. I like this. Take me on a journey. Yeah, I had I had no idea about it. And so we've got the fire stick upstairs in our bedroom. And mm-hmm. so when you leave it on one of them, it plays like a trailer for it. Yeah, yeah. And we watch we watch the trailer for it. And I'm like, oh, that looks looks pretty good. So we're, we might watch that one. I'm you looking forward to all the movie. Welcome to the dollhouse in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a better version of that that's the okay. same tone i don't all know right. it's like it's any movie i remember that the movie the line of movie where the kid comes up to the girl's like i'm gonna rape you at three o'clock and she's like um okay and you're like what yeah it was a weird movie um altered carbon is the one i'm looking forward to it's a sci-fi series that's going to be on netflix uh did you ever watch the killing no um so okay he remember the did you ever do you remember the reboot of uh robocop yeah and the dude who plays robocop is the main star in this uh in this altered carbon he was really he was not good in robocop or suicide was, squad or suicide squad that's right i guess that's the other movie and he or was really house good of cards season three i thought he was oh, i didn't watch bigger. season three <laughs> he was really good in the killing. And so okay. I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping that they bring back something really good. Oh, you know, a movie that I really liked last year, uh, Blade Runner 2049 underrated. It was underrated. super long, but damn, was it beautiful? It, 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 it's like watching Blade Runner one because it's it's pretty. It's confusing. It's pretty confusing. It's long. But when you walk away from it, it sticks with you. Yeah. And the, it was the perfect ending. It was a perfect ending to kind of wrap up that like I thought it was like that was a wonderful way to get Harrison you know, to get Decker and just end it. It right. was good. It was the just reverse, what I needed. The reverse Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that's it. So so we our schedule is a little screwed up because our holiday got a little messed up. And so we're in a weird place uh, schedule wise. We're OK. Um, we're OK. We're but our, OK. Yeah. But our, our goal is to read Dark Phoenix Saga. Um, I've sent I, it to reading? our guest. I've sent it to our okay. guest, Jonathan Town, 
in 20 is, years, Jonathan Town will finish it. In 20 years, uh, that's a way to figure it, out. It's like I, he, I, they, it's no, it's no longer available to buy on Amazon. It's on a wait list, so you can't order okay. it from Amazon, unfortunately. Uh, I, I sent it to him from Barnes and Noble. It is a lengthy okay. one, so we got to figure out like how long he takes needs to read it. Uh, before we do that, we might do that one next, or we might do our X Men animated series next, where we, where I we think watch. That's I think I think we're going to watch X-Men and I think we've got a book that we were going to do that I think Freddy is going to do with that's called Hadrian's Wall. Oh, yes. So, I finished that and I want to do that. I think we were going to do that okay. one first. Yeah, so let's I think that'll be our next book guys. Uh hashtag Comic Book Club will be Hadrian's Wall, a sort of French noir comic that was uh a noir in space that was uh uh republished by Image Comics. So we're 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 reading that one. Our our man Freddy's going to be on for it. Uh and then we're going to our next variant issue, we're going to go back and we're going to Watch some old X-Men, yep, some X-Men cartoons. Because right, why not? Uh, so we haven't decided how much we're going to watch. Uh, I think if we did season one, do you think you could watch a season of the X-Men cartoon, Travis? Oh, yeah. Okay, I, so I, I, I pretty much remember season one. <laughs> I remember it, <laughs> well, starts you know, with, it starts with a two-parter. Yeah. We introduced the morph. We lose well, does a mall Does a mall baby eat chili fries? Yeah. Oh, Jack's all, all Jack's all better too open. <laughs> a mall baby does eat chili fries, and so we're we're gonna watch season one of uh, of X Men, <laughs> and a great we're, we're gonna <laughs> right. I make it. Does a mall baby eat chili, <laughs> chili fries. fries? On the back, it says "fuck yeah." That's yeah. what it says on the back. <laughs> Hashtag comic, comic book club. Yeah. Uh, so that's the show we've got coming up. We've got to, we've got to sit down and pick a couple other books after that. So we're going to, we're going to work our way through. And I think that's our, that's our mantra of 2018 is to find the new stuff that's out there. So I think that's what we're going to try to do. Uh, so anyone who's been listening and like, you know, still listening in 2018, thank you for being patient as we, you know, like we, we used to do a really good job of having our eight books lined up so you could get them and read them. Uh, so, you know, listen to them in your own time. If, if, if grab the book and there's a bunch in the back catalog. Um, but we love talking comics. I love sitting down. With, it's like my, one of my favorite things in the week to do, uh, even in shitty weeks, it always brightens my week. So, <laughs> uh, hopefully, uh, you're enjoying the conversation and we're not making too ridiculous of points about your favorite books. Yeah. Uh, so guys, remember you can find us on the internet at www.comicexposure.com. Like Travis said, all of our back call, uh, all of our back catalog is on there. Uh, so if you want to go back, we did uh, four kids walk into a bank recently. We uh, you can go back and listen to that, or you can listen to when we did Rosenberg's other book at Black Mass. We've got an episode on We Can Never Go Home. Uh, we've got an episode. Uh, we've got some Hellboy back there. We've got some. Uh, some preacher back there. We've got Saga back there. We've got Southern Bastards back there. So we've got a ton of stuff back there. If you want to go check it out, uh, we essentially cataloged the uh, the Renaissance, the the Image Renaissance. So if yeah, you- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> if, you wanna- if, if you are getting back exposed in the comics, there's very few on the that we've read that aren't fantastic books. Yeah, yeah. That's not to toot our own horns. We yeah. just listen to what people say is good. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then we we that's what we read. Yep. Uh, so, guys, thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at comic uh, at comic exposure uh, at Facebook facebook dot com slash comic exposure, uh, where you can get all of your updated what's going on, what books we're reading, uh, dumb pictures of stuff that I retweet, and whatever kind of. Uh, whatever's tickling my fancy on the internet's about comic books, you can check it out there. <clears throat> you can follow me on Twitter at Josh Broccoli, or is it Jay Broccoli? I never remember. On Instagram, it's Jay Broccoli. 
You can and follow me, me there. at Jurassic Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Or you can follow me on my own personalness on Twitter at Josh Broccoli. So you can check us out there, uh, see what we're up to, uh, and, uh, you know, hashtag comic book club with us in this year, 2018. Uh, if you've got some suggestions, what did we miss in 2017? Let us know. Tell us what we missed in 2017, uh, and we'll check it out and see, and see what we can do. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in, uh, and we will see you next trade. Mm-hmm.